and welcome back to Scoreboard. We are back for another week. I'm Will Simons here with Joey Elbaum and Courtney Wise. We've got a big week ahead, especially um, for basketball as uh, sort of the regular season begins to wind down. Two weeks weeks to a Pac-12 tournament. For sure. And then baseball opening weekend was this past weekend, so we'll uh, talk a little bit about that. But we have to start with senior day. For men, uh, men's and women's basketball, Boogie Ellis. Just yeah. going to leave it at that. Yeah. Boogie Ellis. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because Boogie was kind of non-existent against UCLA the week before, and then here he is this week kind of carrying this team to victory. It was not a not a great look for the Trojans throughout that game. They were struggling uh, against that Washington State offense. That three-pointer was kind of killing them early also. So really kind of seeing Boogie step out, take that leadership role, have that confidence for that last shot and kind of finish that game to capitalize on that performance was kind of nice to see. Yeah, I agree too. You know, like Boogie stepping up, um, also Chavez Goodwin stepping up too to lead the Trojans into victory. Um, so I thought, I thought it was an amazing game. Yeah, no, uh, it, it was a, it was a solid week for uh, USC basketball. Uh, like Courtney said, Chavez Goodwin. A huge game against Washington, 24 points on 11 of 14 from the field. And Boogie Ellis, I mean, you probably saw it, that jumper uh, to win it against Washington State. Uh, he had 21 points, I believe. Uh, yeah, 21 points um, on 6 of 10 from the floor, also 7 of 8 at the line, which came in huge yeah, for a team Tro- that free throw shooting recently too yeah yeah the, it, nice. they've actually improved quite a bit um they're, they're actually up to 65.7 percent shooting you know from the line in, this in based on where they were a couple weeks ago i think that's, they'll take that that's, that's solid that's very solid are they, are they still 340th out of 345 teams i believe <laughs> th- 343 is what i'm seeing on ken palm out of 358 ah, so yes. that's it's it's getting better we'll uh we'll leave it at that yeah, I mean, really a solid weekend. Yeah, that, that Boogie Ellis jumper, Galen Center went absolutely crazy. Great way to finish off senior day. Obviously, you know, Chavez Goodwin, who I don't know if you know this, but he is the has played the second most games out of any college basketball player ever. Wow. So, you is know, he a, is he a redshirt senior? Yeah, redshirt senior played. And extra year COVID. Yes. COVID eligibility. Exactly. Huh? So he didn't quite have an ideal senior day, only four points in his last home game. Uh, or well, I guess second to last home game yeah, uh, with the we'll, Arizona. We'll, we'll talk about that one. Yes, we'll, 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 we'll get to that later. But yeah, a, a really solid week for USC. Obviously, Washington State. You know, it was looking a little scary in that second half. Yeah, they, they shot 15 of 31 from uh, beyond the arc. Yeah, crazy. It's 15 three pointers, the most of the season for the for the Cougars. And I mean, oh, what's that? What's that guy's name? The short guy on Washington State. Uh, Tyro Roberts, I believe, is who you're talking. It, yeah, about. I mean, Tyro Roberts kind of. Took that game by storm. He was shooting over anyone, anyone or in his face. Or Didn't affect him. Uh, but I think something worth noting in that game, too, is this last game against the Cougars and against Washington, Isaiah Mobley's been a little quiet coming off that nose injury. He's wearing the mask. Uh, he's he's on the court. He's actually getting rid of the mask. Is the mask going away? Yes. Uh, but he's he's been a little quiet. 11 points against Washington. Uh, I believe less than 10 against Washington State. He had uh, eight points against eight Washington Eight points. State. So, I mean... Good on the rest of the the rest of the team carrying that load, but what do we need from Isaiah Mobley? Kind of looking forward. Yeah, I mean it, it's definitely a, a good thing to you know sort of note, and 
you know, if anything, that's kind of a good thing for the Trojans that they can win without their best player. Like, I, I definitely think that's not necessarily a bad thing. But, you know, we'll talk about Arizona later, but they're definitely going to need him against uh, Arizona. Um, but yeah, and, and that Washington State uh, game, I'll just finish it up with this. One of the wilder stat lines, Joe, you mentioned 15 of 31 from three. Washington State was also 5 for 32 in the game on two-point field goals. Wow. One of the most bizarre just box scores you'll ever see in a college basketball game. I believe at one point they're 2 of 25 as well f- from uh, two-point range. So I guess, uh, I guess the, the big men down low knew what were doing their job. And Yeah, to be fair, I mean, Washington State probably knew what they were doing. USC defense actually ranks first in the country in two-point uh, opposing two-point field goal percentage. So, hey, yeah, maybe Washington State didn't know what they were doing. Uh, yeah, no, that game definitely helped. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean, opposing offenses are only shooting 40% inside the arc uh, against USC this season, which, like I said, is tops in the country. Um, next, we'll move on to women's basketball, though. Uh, huge win against Utah. I was there um, on Friday night. I thought it was maybe their most impressive uh, win of the season. Um, against a Utah team that only 10 days prior beat USC by 22. And USC, in the return to the Galen Center, comes out and shoots the lights out, really, yeah. against Utah. Held, held Utah to four points in that second period. Yes, a dominant second quarter. Yeah. Um, they ended up winning the game 83-62, um, really coasted in the I, second half. I think it just kind of goes to show they have fight. They know it's not been the most ideal season. Uh, definitely unfortunate probably won't be making the the march tournament uh yeah well they'll, they'll, they'll probably need to win the pac-12 tournament but it's to... it's it's good to see them fighting it's good to see that there's a light at the end of the tunnel they know they have a season coming next year lots of young talent to really make a run next year maybe yeah um and uh not a great senior day uh worth noting though that jordan jenkins missed the whole second half against colorado she uh had a um facial injury she got hit in the face at the end of the second quarter um was bleeding a lot, uh, kind of cut her lip. Um, so she missed most of the second half of that Colorado game that uh, USC ended up losing. Um, but I had thought the bright spot of the week, um, Jordan Sanders did a uh, 24 against Utah, so a great game for her. But I thought the star of the week was Raya Marshall. Back-to-back double-doubles um, this week. She actually won Pac-12 Freshman of the Week. She is going to be a star for this team. Yeah, she made her I mean, first start uh, of her USC career against uh, against Colorado on Sunday as well. And you mentioned Jordan Jenkins. She's only a sophomore. So a lot, lot of young talent for this uh, Trojan women's squad. Yeah, definitely um, a lot of things to look forward to. Courtney? Yeah, um, I agree. I think that USC's win over Utah really like wrapped it up for the regular season, um, especially with Jordan Sanders and Raya Marshall, um, who are both in double digits by the break. Um, I believe that, you know, uh, USC really set it up. So I'm excited to see them in the tournament. Yeah, definitely shows what this team can look like in the future in terms of once they sort of get consistent. Obviously, this is still only year one again uh, under Lindsey Gottlieb. So this team, I, I, I really do think it's only going to go up from here for USC women's basketball. And then to wrap, wrap up the uh, recap for the previous weekend, uh, USC baseball, Currently 2-2, two and two, won their first two games uh, over the weekend against Santa Clara, including that go-ahead grand slam by Tyler Lozano. If you haven't seen the video, go see it. Yeah, big, big Absolute swing. tank. Um, and a 
pretty nice bat flip to go with it. Um, in the eighth inning Saturday uh, to complete a comeback over Santa Clara, um, the Trojans did drop the series finale on Saturday or on Sunday, I should say, and uh, also uh, dropped a game on Tuesday to uh, UC San Diego. Yep. Um, but yeah, Joey, I know you've got some stats from the weekend. Yeah, I think it's it's nice to point out early early strong starts. Uh, Tyrese Turner coming out with a 4.17 average after just uh, the first three games, starting all three. I mean, a double, five hits. Uh, you you really like to see strong guys in the beginning. DeAndre Smith, three RBIs early, uh, counting for four hits as well, and a home run as well. I mean, it's this this is a strong Trojan baseball team, I think, and and this two and two start. I don't know if uh, necessarily it's telling of where they may end up, but it's, it's such a strong program in history that it's exciting to see baseball once again. When we don't have it on the professional level, at least we still got it college. Yeah, that's the thing is that, hey, you know, MLB season's in jeopardy. Come check out some college baseball. USC, I believe, is projected to finish around the middle of the Pac-12 this season. But, hey, you never know. But let's move on to the preview to the week ahead. Big, big week for the Trojan basketball Big squad. week for the men's basketball team, yeah. Um, so start with the road trip to Oregon over the weekend. We've got Oregon State on Thursday night. Um, Oregon on Saturday night, a bit redemption, of a revenge game. game yeah. Big time revenge game there. And frankly, another revenge game against um, they come back home to face um, in a rescheduled game. They're facing uh, Arizona uh, on Tuesday. That'll be a huge game, I think. Uh, Arizona currently number two in the nation. For, uh, you know, if Gonzaga loses once this week, Arizona is almost certainly going to be. They've been looking like it too. It's, yeah, they, it's they, an issue. Yeah, they they can um they can they they could easily be the number one team in the yeah. nation next yeah. week. Yeah, Arizona, so that, uh, t- t- I believe it's a two or three game lead in the Pac-12 right now. Yeah, three game lead. Three game lead against the Trojans, and also Trojans twelve and four in the conference behind or uh, sitting above the ten and six Ducks. Uh, UCLA is also twelve and four. So I think this should be an interesting week for the Pac-12 because a lot can happen. You have UCLA playing Oregon earlier this weekend, and then the Trojans take on the Ducks. And within those two, three games, anything can really happen with the two through four spots uh, between USC, Oregon, and UCLA. Should be a big week, kind of a a big week going back to Eugene Redemption. There was a bad loss against Oregon back yeah. in January, so it's it's going to be very interesting to see kind of how they bounce back with a full roster in Eugene. I feel like that's going to be a packed house. Uh, what, what, Courtney, what do you think? What do the, what do the Trojans have to kind of do uh, this this weekend against Oregon to kind of get that redemption win? I feel like the Trojans just the Trojans just have to uh, keep up their momentum um, and just have to like focus on their uh, accuracy and free throw shots. Um, I think that you know utilizing Boogie Ellis and um, Isaiah Mobley as well as Chavez Goodwin um, will help them you know succeed this weekend and as well as Tuesday as well. So. Yeah, uh, you mentioned the momentum. I, I really do think this is probably the best um, that USC has, you know, been playing all year. Uh, they've won four games in a row now, but I really do think this is probably the best that USC has looked since, you know, the that first Stanford loss of the year. You know, when they entered that game thirteen and zero, had all the momentum in the world. Um, but really, even including that Arizona loss um, back on February fifth. To a certain extent, I mean the the Trojans have been re- playing really solid basketball um, as of late. Um, one thing, though, that I should definitely mention 
uh, sort of some breaking news here on the podcast is uh, injury concerns uh, for Boogie Ellis. Mm. Uh, according to the LA Times' Ryan Cartji, uh, USC point guard Boogie Ellis left practice on crutches today after landing on a teammate's foot, but he's expected to be fine for this weekend. Little bit of a vague report, you know, not not a not, not a lot of specifics yeah. other than the crutches, but you know, frankly, crutches are never you know a good you, thing. You to never want to see a guy coming off twenty one point game uh, leaving the practice in crutches. Yeah, so that'll be an interesting thing to look out for. Obviously, um, Oregon State they're struggling uh, so far this season. Uh, only three and twenty two on the year. They've lost. Uh, 12 straight games uh, so they're you know after an elite eight run they've kind of taken a nosedive that program uh, this year um, just one in 14 in Pac-12 yeah. play they're uh, struggling on a but big losing streak right now I believe it's it's 12 now for Oregon State yeah, yeah. 12, 12, uh, 12 in a row um, but it is worth noting that Oregon State did give USC a run for their money in the they did they uh, came out strong first game again at Galen Center USC, USC ended up winning by 10. Yeah, but uh, Oregon State was winning that game by 5 at the half, and they looked dominant in that first half as well before uh, you know, USC kind of got their worth, stuff worth together. Worth too, the Trojans lost last year in Corvallis by 2. Yep. So, um, you know, especially you know with Boogie Ellis's sort of injury status in doubt, I think this could be a huge game for the two USC bigs. Courtney mentioned Chavez Goodwin had 20 points in that first game against Oregon State. Um, Isaiah Mobley really, I think, needs to get it going soon. The one thing I noticed that you two might have noticed as well, his baby sky hook just seems a little flat. I don't know yeah, if you've noticed I, it. I've, but seen, I've seen a little lack of urgency. Yeah, yeah that, that I, might be part of pre, it. Pre-injury, I'd see Moby shooting from anywhere on the court. Yeah. Against Washington State, he seemed a little afraid to shoot the three ball. Yeah, And, and when he shot it, he wasn't far off. He, he had a pretty tough shooting game on Saturday, but the, the fact is he was... He was kind of timid, it seemed. Yeah, and 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 I think that might be, you know kind of go into my point as well is that he just didn't really seem to have much arc on his little sky hook, um, you know, and you know that's kind of that ability to hit that shot, you know, posting you know up just about anybody that he's matched up with, even you know a lot of times it's a guy smaller than him as you know when he's playing at, at the four, but it, it's going to be interesting to see if he can sort of get that rhythm going because. Obviously, it's nice to have Chavez Goodwin. Drew Peterson, we haven't even mentioned so far, has been awesome as of late. But, it, you know, it's nice to have that supporting Casco. But, I mean, frankly, Isaiah Mobley is the best player on this team. And USC is going to need him to make a deep run in the postseason. Yeah, I mean, so. I mean, we're, we're ratting on him right now. He still had nine rebounds, four assists. So he's, yeah. he's still always an active contributor on that court. That's, that, that's Def- a, Defensively that's a as well. That's a very good point. But I, th- I think the game we'll definitely want to preview right now, though, is Arizona coming to the Galen Center on Tuesday. You mentioned they could be the number one team in the country. They've could won be. eight straight games. They're hot. Um, They're the, including uh, a win versus USC in Tucson on February 5th, a game where USC was right in the middle of it. I thought they had it. They, they fully did. Tough, tough couple possessions toward the 37 end of the game. minutes. They, they were up six, I believe, up five or six with yeah. about five minutes left. Yeah. I mean, you, you, USC was five minutes. right in the middle of that game for 38 minutes. Um, obviously, the nine point margin uh, is probably a little bit misleading, I think. Um, Courtney, I'll start with you. I mean, do you think USC has a chance against Arizona? I think that USC. Will only have a chance against Arizona if they keep possession of the ball and if they keep 
um, making those three points. Um, otherwise, I think Arizona will come right back up, and it might be a blowout win at the end of the game. So, yeah, I, seven of twenty-eight um, from three-point land in that, uh, or it might have even been seven of twenty-nine in that first game against uh, Arizona. That was definitely kind of a backbreaker uh, for USC. I'm looking it up right now. Um, or seven of thirty. So you know, 23% from three is not going to get it done against Arizona. I, I think that's a really good point, Courtney, that USC is really going to have to make it count from deep. Joey, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I think the bigs, if they show up, USC has their chance. If the bigs don't show up, then it's Arizona all day. Mm-hmm. At the other end of the day, though, you got Kerr and Ben McMathrin, the two guards for Arizona, where I think Boogie Ellis really needs to be that guy again like he was uh, against Washington State. If Boogie's not afraid, if Boogie's kind of taking that leadership role like he takes when he's hot, then that guard play will be simmered down and there's a chance for the Trojans. The big thing, Drew Peterson needs to stay aggressive, take over the game. Isaiah Mobley needs to do his job, get those bigs away from the boards uh, because at the end of the day, USC prides himself in their rebounding. Well, so does Arizona. So it's it's going to come down to USC just being a not necessarily a better team skill-wise, but a better team athletically, a better team defensively, and a better team where the numbers don't show it. Because that's kind of what they were doing against Arizona that first game. They were they were being scrappy. They were holding them down, and then they the simple errors kind of caught up to them. Because if USC makes errors, Arizona will capitalize. Mm-hmm. They're a team that won't let that happen. So if USC can hold their errors down... They have a chance. Yeah, I, 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 I would, I, I, I think I definitely agree with that. I think, I, I do think this game kind of comes down to guard play. I think these two front courts kind of cancel each other out. Obviously, um, Arizona's two really good big men, yeah. Christian yeah. Coloco not, and Umar not to Ball. discredit them. Yeah. yeah, no, two great big men. But frankly, you know, Chavez Goodwin and uh, Isaiah Mobley are, you know, can hang with those two guys. I do think this might have to be a massive Boogie Ellis game. I, I, I think, you know, Drew Peterson has been hot lately and, you know, there's no saying if he can't uh, stay hot. And, you know, obviously that would be a huge lift um, for the Trojans against Arizona. Um, definitely wouldn't hurt. But I, I really do think this comes down to guard play, Boogie Ellis. I'd really like to see a little bit more minutes for Re-Sticks and Waters. Yeah, he's he's really been holding his own out there. When he when he gets his minutes, he really makes the most of him. Just a freshman, I've really liked what he's been doing this yeah, year. Yeah, I've I've self-proclaimed myself a Re-Sticks and Waters truther. Yeah. I think he deserves more minutes. And frankly, you know, he played, he had a couple of huge threes against UCLA in that win. I really do think um, he has a chance to play a huge role um, as, you know, he's a solid defender, can hit that open three. Someone else, too, that has been a real spark recently. He was he was kind of quiet earlier this year, not getting mm-hmm. many minutes. Isaiah White yeah. has kind of has kind of really been coming from uh, from the trenches uh, the second half of the season being not, he's not obviously the best player on the team, but he's a spark plug. He comes in there, he's aggressive, he's defensive, and he gives the team some valuable minutes every game recently. Yeah, and, and you know, it's worth noting that Isaiah White was the most reliable three-point shooter in that first game against Arizona. He went three for seven from deep. The rest of the team was, what, four for 23? Yeah, I mean, worth noting, too, Drew Peterson, 0 for six from three, five points. Boogie Ellis, two for seven, three for 12 overall, and eight points. Those two guys scoring under 10 points is not how the Trojans can win a basketball game. So, you know, in a way, it's like, you know, the Trojans were in that game, but they're still due for some positive regression, I feel like, in right. terms well, of Well, I think that's shooting. a good thing, too. If they were really able to keep the Wildcats to 72, which is below their average, they're yeah. a very high-scoring team, 
uh, and to have had a chance in that game like they did. They were only down one at halftime uh, and in it till the end. I think really goes to show if this team plays to their potential and comes out with the energy they did against that UCLA team a couple weeks ago, that's kind of going to be the biggest thing. If they come out with the energy, they can do it. Yeah, and I think I'll just wrap it up by saying I I think we can and I think we could probably all agree with this. You know, USC's defense has been awesome lately, and I, I I don't have a ton of concerns about the defense against Arizona, but you know, and you can even say this for the these two games against uh, Oregon and Oregon State over the weekend that. You know, the, the offense is kind of what's going to dictate this team's success. Um, you know, the, obviously I mentioned the defense, you know, was great in the interior. One of the top te- uh, defenses in the nation. But this offense is very hit or miss. And that's kind of going to be the thing to watch out for mm-hmm. um, as we head down the home stretch. Obviously, yeah. ending the season against, you know, the next three best teams really in the Pac-12. And yeah, what is, it's, quite, it's quite an interesting end to the, to the Trojan yeah. season. Really, a real, Oregon, a, a test Arizona, the and UCLA to end of the year. Yeah. Kind of brutal, but yeah. it'll be fun to watch. I know that It will much. be. It's a good week of basketball. We can also, while we have a little bit of time, we'll mention that the women's team, they finished up their regular season this weekend. Uh, they play at Arizona State Thursday, at Arizona Saturday. Um, USC did upset then number four uh, Arizona back on January 9th, see if they can sort of run back the magic. I believe Jordan Jenkins is going to play this weekend. I talked to her yesterday. She seemed to be in good spirits. Baseball, they have a three-game home series against Omaha over the weekend, so get out to Dodo Field if you have some time. Um, number five men's volleyball has a oh, couple of games. How about volleyball this year? Off to a 14-2 and two start? I believe so, yeah. Number five in the nation. Uh, they have two games this week. A big week for them. Two games this week against number seven Pepperdine. That could be the a... First time this year. Yeah, that could be a, a big sort of launching pad even for them to uh, really keep their confidence up. And then... Uh, finally, Swim and Dive has the uh, Pac-12 championships this week as they sort of wind down that season. Anyways, I think that's uh, all we have time for today. This has been fun. I'm Will Simons, along here with Joey Elbaum and Courtney Wise. We'll see you next week. Be big week, as we said, for USC men's basketball. Yes. And we'll see you back here next week. Bye.